judge it. That's your boo. Blow the show, man. All right. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kekuema Jr. Show, starring Junior Kekuema Jr. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bohe Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kekuema Jr. This is exactly what, bro, you know when I do my show, bro? Because, you know me, I watch myself, right? Because you got to watch yourself, Hawaiians. You gotta watch yourself. If you're not gonna watch yourself, who gonna watch you? Is what I'm saying. Right? You know more on Mara and Father for, you know, concert. Well, maybe you get. I don't know. You guys kinda young, kinda. Some of the, bro, some of the guys listening to me, brother, in their 20s, early 20s, right? Kinda like, and these chicks, <laughs> these chicks sent me pictures in the DM, and they tell me, would you like a sugar daddy? <laughs> or, or would you like to be my sugar daddy? They go like that. I'm like, baby, sugar daddy, get out of here, baby. Bro, these chicks are so young, bro. Bro, you know, you know, like, okay, when I was when I was twenty five and I looked at these chicks, they look regular, right? Now at my age, bro, and I look at these chicks and they're twenty eight years old, right? And they like they like on sugar daddy and they're like, oh, come down, yeah, do anything you like, I'm like, anything I like, get out of here, bro. These kids look like babies, bro. These twenty eight year old chicks, I'm like, bro, what the hell do you know? You know, you know that. Bro, give me one ante any day, bro. Give me one good. Bro, you never did live till you in Hemo one good ante. Bro, let me tell you. You kids, bro, you guys don't even know. Because you guys, because you know what? Because you guys not to the ante stage, bro. Oh, bro. Bro, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta. <laughs> you don't know what you guys missing, man. Anyway, no worries. You guys gonna get them. You guys gonna get them. Just live long enough, okay? Just live long enough. So you guys get to the ante stage. Oh, bro, you never did. But that's my quote from the radio days, bro. You never did live till you in Hemo on good ante. Oh, bro, where that ante would take you on the freeway, and she would do stuffs to you that you never right, right, right when you're driving, bro. And she would do stuffs to you that you never even thought, bro. Hey, so um, <laughs> okay. Uh, we'd like to say mahalo to the Netherlands, Ireland, United Kingdom, Canada, Ghana. Australia, Poland, South Africa, and Israel. Oh, man, bro. We went up by one percentage point on the Apple podcast. So we like to mahalo Apple. Uh, they're pushing our stuff out. Uh, bro, we get on distribution, the kind, right? And then Spotify, like to mahalo Spotify. And uh, we get, bro, we get all the stats over here. Okay, so 18 to 22-year-olds, right? We get a couple of them, guys, right? But the 23 to 27 year old, that's the one that DM me, you know. Hey, so, uh, so, you wanna be my sugar daddy? You know, you know, and some of these chicks, bro, some of these chicks are blazing hot, bro. They're blazing hot, right? But, but that's all they do is get sugar daddies, right? And you, you know, when you, when you look at it, right? No, I, I'm, I'm being real now, okay? When you look at it, well, this is the law of attraction. Women live in abundance, okay? 
I'm not going to get into the relationship trip because there's other stuff to talk about today. But here's your big fat butt. But some of these chicks get nice big fat butts. But tell you, and they're smoking hot. These chicks are smoking. Smoking, right? And then so you would ask yourself, why would you rather be, you know, with on, with on good auntie, right? Because good doesn't mean she's hot. Doesn't mean, well, hot is actually who you are. So they are, they are hot. But good doesn't mean that she's smoking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because she's an auntie, right? She get wrinkles. She get the can. She get, some of them get liver spots already. So, you know, but bro, the kind of experience they get, right? Wow, I had one chick, but she was so experienced. She really, oh, man, never mind, never mind. But I'm trying to tell you what I'm, my point was. <laughs> my, my point. But when I start thinking about this stuff, I'm like, but sort of my point is, right? These younger girls, they live in abundance. They go from sugar daddy to sugar daddy to sugar daddy. There's an abundance of sugar daddies. You know how many guys out there cannot get chicks? Because they don't know how. You know how many guys, right? But they get money, right? And a lot of these tech guys, right? They grow up, but you know these guys. Come on. They grow up behind their laptop. They grow up behind their their desktop, right? They don't know how to talk to chicks, right? But they get money, right? Like they own the latest semiconductor, you know, the patent, right? (laughs) They make it all this money. They don't know how to talk to chicks, right? But they get them because they get the sugar daddy part, right? The sugar daddy, you know. And so, oh, cash. Oh, yeah, right out. Boom, 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 right? And so you see these chicks with these guys, okay? But you only see the chicks with them. Okay, at the dinner table, right, at the restaurants, okay, now I'm not talking about now during the virus, I'm talking about regular. You see them at the, with these guys at the restaurants, right, from 7 to 9.30, okay, maybe 10.30 if they're lucky, okay, <laughs> then, then she's like, oh, I, I gotta go, right, and she's gone, okay, and before she goes, what does the guy do if he's really lame, if he really doesn't understand the game, He's giving her a few hundred, you know, oh, take this, baby. Take take this. Be happy, right? And then, okay, what happens is she goes down and, and joins her besties at the club, right? And and meets, you know, whoever, right? And and then they're breaking headboards from midnight to four in the morning, okay? So <laughs> I'm just telling you guys, bro, it, it's crazy. It's crazy. So these chicks, you know, they got, you know, and, and right now, bro, I'm telling you, a 28-year-old is too much work and too much drama. Because, like, you know, when you look at them, right, you, 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 look at, you look at them, you size them up, and you go, okay. You're not, at, you know, at my age, bro, at my age, you're not thinking, like, oh, how, how's that going to be? You know, bro, we did all that already. We're done with that. We did that. We did, we, sw- we swung off the chandeliers, bro. We did the kitchen, the balcony in front of spectators. We, everything, everything, bro. Been there, done that, everything. Public, private, you know what I mean? You know, on the roof, bro. Everything, okay? We powered that already, okay? We did, been there, done that. Now, we looking at chicks, right? Well, I don't know about the other guys my age, but from what I hear from them, they, they kind of think the same way. We're looking at it. Not at how hot this girl is, cause yes, we give her the props. We go, baby, you're, you're a smoke show, baby. But inside, we're thinking, okay, how much drama is this gonna be, right? Because at our age, bro, we don't like drama. You know what I'm saying? And especially my friends. My friends own corporations. <laughs> These guys are big dogs. I think I'm the poorest one out of all my friends. I think, I think I'm the poorest one. I'm pretty, well, there's one guy who's a, 
academia guy, poor academia, they don't pay nothing. But but me but most of my friends, bro, you they, they these guys are the big ballers, right? And and they get choke money, right? Well they all get wives. <laughs> so they get the ball and chain, you know. But they get the chicks, they get the girlfriends on the side. So what they do is they pay the apartment rent, right? They pay every so this girl is living in a nice place, you know, and then brother goes over and does his thing whenever he likes. Right? It's not like it's not like they live in two lives, although some of them kind of stretch it to two lives. You know what I mean? But, bro, so I just I had this other chick the other day. And she goes, you know, uh, I don't care what you do. And you just do what you do. And then I do what I do. And then I'll see you when I see you. And when you want to see me, just let me know. And you can you can just hook me up. And I'm like, I'm like baby, get out of here. Go play with somebody your own age. You know, go, go, go play with the guy. So I referred her to a friend. <laughs> To my friend, right? Because I'm not I'm just not into it. Why should I do that? You know what I'm saying? So in life, young gentlemen, okay, I'm speaking to you right now. Take out notes. Take out your notepad and your pen. Write this down. You don't have to spend it. You just have to have it. Okay? That's it. It's that simple. Okay? And then, then you're going to get the DMs. Then they're going to keep DMing you. Then they're going to keep pursuing you. Then they're going to... Okay? But... Here's the big fat butt. You're only gonna get that kind of girl. Okay? You're only gonna get you only gonna get the material, you know the Madonna material girl? Yeah, the material girl. Okay, that's what you're gonna get. So you're gonna get the material girls and what they what we call them materialistas. Okay, materialistas. That's all you can get. Okay, the other girls, you're gonna have to work. <laughs> you're gonna have to work. But bro, you know when chicks cross the 40 line at 40, right? They're at the sexual peak. Sexual peak right there, 40. Boom. All they want to do, right? All they want to do, that's all they want to do. All, they, they will stay home with you in bed all day. And they will keep cranking it out, bro. They, all day, okay? And then and then, then you get the other kind of aunties, okay? You know the repressed aunties? The suppressed aunties. That's all, okay? That's the ones that go jumping out of planes. That's the ones that go to the gym and, you know, they enter all these contests <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So they're expressing their, their tension in other ways, right? And sometimes it's good, bro, because you can take, uh, and this is the law of attraction part again, okay? So take notes. Okay, so you can take that it's called sexual transmutation, okay? And if you really want to read a good book about it, read, uh, read Think It Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. That's a good book, okay? And then so you can take that sexual transmutation, Okay, and you can transform that into the energy that you need, okay, to get out there and build one company, to get out there and do this, to get out there and do that, okay? Now, I don't know about the other guys, right, and how they did them, but the way I see, like, locally, bro, you got to have, you got to have help, and there's always the guy at the next level, and when you network with that guy and he gets his cut, boom, you're right up there, okay? And, you know, I, I the good news is, I, I never need to have anybody give me one cut, okay? <laughs> the bad news was, I never need anybody for giving me one cut, okay? So, and what, what I, what I mean by that is that the, the guys, the guys that lift you up sometimes, okay? In business, uh, especially locally, cause everybody knows everybody, okay? The network thingy, right? Everybody knows everybody's business, right? Okay. And the best way, by the way, to know somebody else's business, uh, is to, uh, uh, date one of their girlfriends, cause the the girlfriends will tell you everything, bro. Everything, everything. 
Or if they get separated from their wife, <laughs> the wife will tell you everything by talk, 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 talk. And you learn everything about the opposing side. Okay, so anyway, let's get back to the, the basics. Okay, so the sexual transmutation, right? You put all your energy inside. Now, locally, you gotta, yeah, there is gatekeepers for everything. And I have been very blessed in my life to be able to tell the gatekeepers, right, to, to you know, kiss my ring, right? Because, I mean, like, like, bruh, I don't need to play your game, right? They want me to play the game. Like, bruh, I don't have to play your game. And and the that's good and bad, Hawaiians, okay? It's good because I didn't have to play the game. It's bad because I didn't really get exactly where I wanted to be with certain things, okay? Because, yeah, I get my own stuff, but that's your own stuff. Now, if you want a higher level, if you want to go on a big level, right? You want, you know, like you want, like right now, we got subcontractors, right? I got 74 subcontractors, okay, plus a marketing director, plus locally I got like four people, right? And these are all subcontractors, right? So you don't need to pay benefits or everybody's part-time, they per job basis, boom, 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 email, right? And, and everything. Okay, so that kind, yeah, you can do that. But if you want the, you know, 74 full-time employees kind of thing, okay? If you want to be like, uh, you know, my friend Tommy Silva, right? He got uh, TNT Tinting, right? We've done work for Tommy, okay? So Tommy, you're a beautiful company. Worked over years and years and years to build a company. Huge. I don't know how many employees you get, but you get plenty. He's a big company. Now, there's a lot of people like that, local people that, that actually went up through the ranks and built everything step by step. Okay, and those those things are are not easy to do, and you gotta really you gotta really focus right on on what it is you want and what the end game is, what the end goal is, <clears throat> and then you go about doing your thing, right? But there are gatekeepers, right? So in in certain industries and what you gotta go through some gatekeepers, bro. And when you go through the gatekeepers, they're gonna get their cut, and then they're gonna lift you up. Okay, it works this way in politics, it works this way in business, everything over there, right? Because everybody knows everybody, right? Okay, so, and, and you know, when you, when you see these things from the inside, right, you go, oh, wow, okay. Sometimes it's good that, that you don't have to play the game. And then sometimes the other side of the coin is, ah, I couldn't, you know, I never played a game, so I, I never get that big. Well, right now, we're looking at the economy and we're looking at the virus. We're looking at the globalists, right? We're looking at the people that are doing this intentionally. And we're going, oh, I am glad I don't have a 100 employees, right? One of my friends has two of the biggest franchises in Hawaii, right? And right now, brah, they are affected, brah. They are affected, okay? And I feel for him every day. I just wrote him an email, and, you know, I told him, hey, hope everything's good with you and the family, love to you and the family, you know what I'm saying? But, and that's all you can do at this point, right? Because nobody can control what's going on. It, it's from too higher up. It's from way high up, bro. This, this stuff is at the billionaire level, and it's coming down. So, so you know, now, right, you look at, I, I look at what I have right now, and I go, oh, God did this for a reason, Right? Because, like, now, instead of suffering, we're doing work on the web. And we're doing web work for people. Because now people need the web. People need to be on the web, right? This is, okay. Remember when we had the last recession, 2008? That was corporate America's way of getting more for less. Okay? 
get him off of Lesnar. Check it out, Hawaiians. I don't know if you, you guys ever thought about this, right? So, so now I'm not an economics kind, right? I'm not even, I don't even consider myself a good businessman. I give too much, right? I give too much. But because I give, I get. You know, God, God gives, right? But I'm not, I'm not like a MBA or anything like that. But let me tell you what I saw. So in 2008, right, they start laying off people, even from where I worked at. And I was working, well, I was volunteering on one end. I was doing sales uh, and marketing on the other end. So the sales and marketing part was the important part. And, and me going on the radio and stuff was just for me have, having fun. And it was fulfilling a dream I had, right? And the dream was to be on a winning team. That's it. And I was on a winning team. It would have been nice to be the regular guy, right? You know, like I, I would fill in for the other guy. It would have been great to be the, the regular guy and, you know, and, and get hired and stuff like that. But there were people that were there and they were there first. And so they got the job. And then there's the other people that, you know, kind of salted me so that no matter what, I wasn't going to get that job. You know what I'm saying? And then and then the thing that really cracked me up was the main guy was going, oh, no worries, bro. One day, me and you, bro. Me and you one day. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, at the time, I, I, I got tricked into believing that, okay, there was hope right there, right? And then after that, I was like, oh, okay, okay, right, this is just, this is like Uncle Don used to do back in the old days. He just make people feel good. Anyway. So, uh, now I was talking about Don, that's Don Ho. I, I used to hang out with Uncle Don from like 17 to 21, right? So I saw all that kind of stuff. And you do that. In business, you do that. You make people feel good. You make people, you know. And, and anyway, so, so that, that happened, right? And th- that company was the biggest radio company in the United States. You know, I'm, I'm proud to say that, that I got to work for them, okay? I don't know what's going to happen to them now, uh, you know, because this is, bro, a lot of big corporations are crumbling right now. So I don't know what's going to happen now. But what I saw back then, okay, they started laying off people in waves, bro. The first wave came and boom, 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 right? People got laid off. And then they started having meetings, bro. They started having meetings. <clears throat> then they had employee meetings, right? Where all the employees got together, right? And, and the message in those meetings was, well, we're trying not to lay anybody off and we're trying, you know, and I had my company. I had my company, so I didn't, I didn't rely on benefits, nothing. I was volunteering on the radio. On the other, well, I wasn't really volunteering. I was doing it for mentions, okay? But what I'm saying is I didn't get paid. And, and so I did it for mentions because I was making so much money on the other end with other stuff as a result of the popularity that radio brings, put it that way. Okay, so that was my investment. Okay, and, and I was getting good returns. Okay, but on the other side, you know, I worked on the business side. Promotions and then, you know, all kinds of other stuff, right? And and most of this stuff was on paper, right? And and um the guys in the radio side had no knowledge of the, the scope or the magnitude, I wanna say the, the the amount that I was doing on the back end. They had no they had, and it wasn't their business, right? There's no they had they had no idea and it was all good. Okay. But now I teach people how to do this kind of stuff, right? So it's here for you dot live, right? If you if you like learn all this kind of stuff. And it's not business kind of stuff. It's like it's it's like life stuff. It's it's like, you know, marketing, yeah, it's small kind of business, but it's different. It's not like on MBA kind of studies, you know, it's not like that. But anyway, so what happened was this company so the second time they had the layoff wave at the meeting, the meeting, oh well, we we think another layoff's coming in a couple of weeks, right? People were so scared, bro. I remember this girl. She used to help me a lot. 
She used to come in the morning to collect these traffic logs, right? And she used to come in and she goes, "Wow, you, you think you think um, you think we're gonna be here next week or what?" Like that was the joke, right? But they weren't joking. They weren't joking. They were scared. They was worried about losing the job, cause these people had families. They had children. Me, I, you know, that's just me, right? Like I was like, okay, <laughs> you know, whatever. Like, what you you guys gonna do? You guys gonna do? I gotta go back to my little company, right? Cause my company was microscopic compared to this company, right? And these guys had over eight hundred radio stations across the United States, and I think they had some in other parts of the world. I'm not sure. But but then they they were they were fifty million dollars in debt. Okay, uh, no excuse me, uh, they were yeah yeah something like that fifty million in debt and and rising. And so what they did was they they made the second round of cuts, but but instead of cutting everybody, what they did was they said okay so you working you know whatever whatever title right. You want to keep your job. Okay, so we're going to make you in charge of this and promotions. Now, this person get on big title, right? Because like, they get, they, they're wearing two tree hats sometimes. Like, some of them had tree hats, right? And they're running around, busting their old colleagues doing this job for one salary. Okay, one salary. Now, this, is, this wasn't only this company. It wasn't only that radio company. It was a lot of companies, right? And the bottom line was, if you want to keep your job, you're going to do what we ask you to do or you're going to lose your job and we'll find somebody else because tons of people out there want to work, right? And that was basically the underlying theme. Now, we saw this, I saw this across the board in many corporations because I have a consulting company and we work with companies, you know, and you talk to people and you talk to marketing directors, and you, you know, so bro, I was doing all that kind of stuff, right? They're talking to these guys and it was like, oh, bro, it's like, well, I like that over here too. You know, so somebody, somebody was uh, at the radio station was the promotions manager, uh, production director, and you know whatever, like several titles, right? And they put them on a business card, right? So what they really should have put on a business card was the grand poobah of whatever, right? Because they get all these titles, right? So the titles was good, bro. Look good on paper. Look good on your resume. One salary, the same salary they had. So in order to keep the salary, right? And now this is uh, this is how it was across the board. So I looked at the 2008 collapse, okay? And all they do is they yank the stock market one time, right? Everything resets. They reset everything. That recession was about corporate America getting more for less. That's all. That's it. People had to do more to keep their job. And then the other guys, they just cut them. They just they trimmed the fat. Right, and then the other guys pick up the weight. That's it. Okay, now this COVID nineteen bullcrap. Okay, that that really uh, is kind of like the swine flu. It's kind of like the bad flu. Okay, I'm not making fun of this thing because actually there's there's components to this thing that have been manufactured that are way worse. So this thing causes blood clotting in young people and adults so it starts forming blood clots in your lungs if somebody like me who has asthma because i get small kind asthma today if, if somebody like me who, who gets that who have asthma bro that's aloha ball you guys gonna say bye to me because i'm gone because that thing will kill me right because i have respiratory uh, issues to begin with like from small kid time uh, it's nothing major but i can you know i go down the gym i jump on elliptical i do the weights i do everything and that's what i really miss right but but that's what I'm telling you. Like 
you know, so so if you have kupuna or if you have a friend, even a young friend in their 20s, okay, they can get embolisms in their brain, bro. They can get blood clotting in their brain and they can die. I mean, just let that hurt them. Let that. Just let that. That's it. Okay, so so anyway, so this one doesn't look like it was meant for corporate America to get more for less. This thing looks like overall it's to bring down some of the big boys. It is. And if you read the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles, it explains how everything has its seasons, okay? So you remember the great industrial revolution? I don't know if you guys studied this kind of stuff, okay? So you're talking about Vanderbilt. You're talking about Carnegie. You're talking about Rockefeller. You're talking about all these guys, right? Now, these guys built railroads across the country. They did all, I mean, bro, it was hard work. It was hard work. They manufactured Carnegie Steel, right? They manufactured steel, all these guys. And these guys, okay, they call them robber barons, okay? But when you really look at it, guys, you really look at them, cousins, okay? These guys, without these guys, a lot of stuff wouldn't have happened. Because these guys made things happen. These guys gave jobs to people. These guys were actually the economy. They were the, they were the nuts and bolts in the background and the foundation of the economy of the United States, right? And yeah, they had money. Yeah, they had plenty of money. Yeah, they did a lot of stuff. Yeah, the Rockefellers did a lot of crap. They still, they still do. Okay. But where is Carnegie Steel? Right? No more. Okay. So, so the point is that these big industrial corporations, okay, they serve their purpose, they hire the people, you go through the thing, and you know, whatever, so many years, whatever, and then they die out or they change, they change form. So you might, you know, you might have uh, like the Rockefeller Foundation right now, right? But, but before you had, you shell oil, you had all this stuff under the Rockefellers, like all this you know, they, they controlled the oil in the United States. But that's that's gone already. Done. Okay. So they, they came. They had their season. Boom. Gone. Okay. So so to me, right now, I see big corporations folding, bro. Folding. Because they already had hard time from the last recession. Okay. Because you cannot just collapse the country. So what you do is you knock them small kind. Right. And then boom, boom. Down a few notches. Right. And then, like this one is like the sword in the bull. You know when you go to, you see the bull fights on, you know, go on YouTube, go see the bull fights if you can handle that kind. And you go see the bull fights. Eh? They tease the bull, they poke the bull, the bull get mad, right? And then, then you get the 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 matador, and he comes with a cape, and you know he's a good looking Spanish dude, and all the chicks getting all crazy, right? And throwing flowers at him, you know, you know, like you and girl, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then and then he'll he'll play with the bull right and the bull is angry and he will play with that bull and pretty soon when it's time he will take the sword and he will plunge it in the right spot of the shoulder of the bull right the bull will fall down and he's the hero okay now i don't know about you but that's a very bad thing to do to a bull anyway and and i don't condone that i'm just saying what it is it is what it is but this virus right here serves a couple of purposes to me in my in in my um college dropout mind okay because <laughs> i dropped out of college and anyway, my mom my mom still talks about that oh my god anyway so um so so it serves a couple of purposes they're thinning out the herd okay get too many people on the planet 
Okay, now there's not too many people as far as the planet is concerned. You guys got to know that. There is not an overpopulation crisis, okay? That's not what they're talking about. These guys are about the worship of the planet, you know, worship of nature, right? The pagans, pagans, okay? And these guys set up systems on the planet for all the humans, okay? And these guys have decided at the top level, the 1% level, they've decided, okay, it's time for a lot of these guys to go because we get guys living into their 90s and we're spending money on these guys and they're not being productive, right? Because they're not making nothing back out. Now these guys are liabilities, okay? So you guys got to know that when you guys are born, you guys are the asset or the stock of the country. And and it's that way because they know you're going to work from like 15, right? Or 16, whatever. You can work until you're 65, till you retire. Now, after you retire, they're counting on the fact that you're going to die pretty soon, right? But because of modern medicine, because of vitamins and supplements and exercise and smart people, right? So you got people living into the 90s and 100s right now, right? And those are the people that will die first from this virus. And so they're like, okay, let's thin out the herd. So in Italy, the majority of the population was old. Right? That's why you had so many casualties in Italy. And people get underlying problems, right? The older you get, your blood pressure go up. I mean, all this stuff, right? It's underlying factors. So, so that's one thing. But the second thing is a lot of these billionaires, okay, they're in competition with each other. And it's not like these billionaires are all working hand in hand and they're all brothers and they're all like, you know, and they're all buddies and they're all, no, 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 no. These guys get their own fortunes, okay? Jeff Bezos and, and, you know, Bill Gates, they might know each other, but, bro, they're not brothers. They're competitors, okay? In business, you, you are a competitor. Everybody else is a competitor. No such thing as brothers. No such thing as feelings, right? That's why when you look at George Soros and he says, oh, my, my money making has nothing to do with it. I, I, I I'm not concerned with any social consequence, right? Because he bankrupt several countries already. George Soros, bro. And he, he took away, he took away, he confiscated property from the Jews for the Germans during, during the war. Okay. And he's a Jew himself. And he did that. Right. So he did stuff that you gotta, you gotta not have a conscience for it. You see what I'm saying? You cannot care about people. You cannot have compassion. You, you, you cannot. You just gotta think, okay, this is about money. Whatever these guys gonna mock it, they're gonna. Oh, sorry, you guys in other countries, it means die. These guys gonna die. Never mind. We just gotta make the money. Now that's the kind of guy. The guy is a psychopath. But when you think like that, you're a psychopath. Something is wrong with you. Okay. Now I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to meet my creator one day. And I really don't think you meet the creator. You know. You know what I'm saying? But um, I, I think other things happen. But but I'm just saying you you wouldn't want to be held accountable. For your actions doing stuff like that, especially if you're bankrupting countries. I mean, several, this bro, this guy did several countries. He just, he just deflated the economy in several countries deliberately just so he could make the money, right? Anyway, and, and he had plenty of billionaires like him, the Rothschilds, Rockefellers, plenty of guys do stuff like that. But these guys are coming from business. They have no social conscience. Uh, conscience. They have, they're not thinking about people at all. They're thinking about the money, thinking about what they're going to make, and then screw everybody else, right? So part of this thing, right, is billionaires knocking other billionaires down. And the guys on their way to that billionaire's club, the guys on the Fortune 500, okay, 
a lot of them, especially the old guard. Now, there's the new guard, right? The tech guys. Okay, and there's the old guard. The old guard, J.C. Penney's, Sears, right? Macy's, all these guys, the old guard. Okay, now these are guys that, you know, my mom knew uh, the owner of Macy's. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Was the was the other guy? Uh, Blue, uh, not Bloomingdale's. What was his name? I, I'll think of his name. But but she knew this guy, right? And he had this apartment uh, department store chain in the mainland. It was real a uh, uh, Fields, uh, Marshall Fields. There you go, Marshall Fields. Sorry, Hawaiian. I get too many details in my head today. Marshall Fields. She knew the Marshall Fields, right? She used to dance hula for him in Hana in Hanamaui when he came to visit. And then he gave her the royal tour, right? Chauffeur, limousine, everything. Boom, boom, boom. They went and showed her everything. The, the whole department store in New York uh, or Chicago. I, think, I don't know. That, that was my mother's trip. But what, what I'm, the bottom line is those guys, that's the old guard. Okay? Now, those guys are the ones collapsing right now. You're going to see, this is my prediction. You're going to see Macy's go down. Sears is already halfway down. Okay, series, series. When when the rest of series collapses, that's it. Okay, and you get these, you get these heirs, right? And they already have fortunes. Okay, they already have property, fortunes, all of that. They have things that make them money, but the department store part is gonna disappear. Okay, so the series foundation and their heirs, bro, they get, they get choke money. They're not worried. Okay, it's just that their retail chain is going, and then it'll be gone. And then they got to live off whatever assets they have that are producing money. You know, some is rental properties. You know, some of these guys, bro, they get they get buildings. They get they get choke buildings and they're renting out the buildings. Right. So it's making them money. But then they have the retail thing still going. Right. OK, so that that's the old guard. So the old the old folks set that up. The grandparents, the great grandparents, all of that. All of that stuff is going, bro. I'm telling you. Okay, now it's about the tech, right? It's about microchips. It's about uh, vaccines. It's about all this stuff that they're coming up with. Okay, all high tech, 5G, all that stuff. And now you're going to see the new guard take over. What we're witnessing right now is the new world, okay? New world order, okay? Because these guys, they, they're doing different order in the world right now versus the old world order. And the old world was Carnegie, Rockefeller, all them guys. They're still around. Some of them are still around. Okay. But it's it's just a changing of the guard right now. Okay. And we're in a different age right now. We're in the age of Aquarius. That's a whole nother podcast, Hawaiians. But what I'm telling you is that this one, you can see you can see the big boys knocked down. Remember Hawaiian Air locally for you people in Hawaii? Remember Hawaiian Air? Oh, they was in bankruptcy. Then what happened? Then they worked their butts off, they trimmed the fat, they did what they had to do. Right to survive <clears throat> and then thrive. Hawaiian Air was doing good, right? But then all the local people was like, hey, if you guys are doing so good and the price of oil is so low, how come you guys raise the fare so high? How come you guys charging us for every little bag, every little thing, da 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 da? Well, you know what? Maybe that's why they got out of bankruptcy. Okay, you guys you guys gotta give them give them the business end, right? Okay, that's business. Okay, but look at right now, okay. I can I can look at the Honolulu International Airport from my house and I can see the Hawaiian Air jets parked on the runway on the tarmac. Okay, they go on tarmac and uh, that's where they park the planes cuz they're not in service. And I can tell you that every day that goes by, 
and one plane. And it's not just one plane, bro. There's many planes. One plane sits on a tarmac. You know how much of a loss that is? You know how many trips one plane makes? And I'm not talking inter-island only, right? Some of them, some of them, uh, some of them jets go to Japan. Some of them go around the world. Hawaiian Air was around the world. I was so proud of them because they came out of bankruptcy. They fixed their problem. And then they, they were striving. I was so proud of Hawaiian Air, right? I was kind of pissed off that, yeah, when I got to go see Mamana or whatever on the neighbor islands, yeah, I got to pay a little bit more. But I was proud of them. Because they work their way out of bankruptcy. Now, I'm going to tell you this. There are going to be a lot of bankruptcies filed. Right? Right now, Hawaiian Air might go back into bankruptcy to reorganize. I don't know. You know, I don't wish that upon them at all. But what I'm saying is, right? They got to be this big company. Expand, expand, expand. Now they're flying to Japan. Now they're flying to South Korea. Now they're doing this. Now they're doing that. Guess what they're doing right now, Hawaiians? They're parked on the tarmac right now. Okay, their their flights are less. So so they gotta be this guy analyst, uh, airline analyst on the news, right? The other day he said you gotta be you gotta run seventy five to eighty percent on a flight, on a flight, just to break even with all the expenses, right? The maintenance, the fuel, the 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 people, right? The staff, stewardesses, pilots, everything. Okay, so you so now, bro, they're running like yeah, the, the fares are cheap because they need something. Right, and there's like you know maybe thirty people on the flight where it used to be packed full, right? And now they're hurting. So this is my point, okay? The bigger you are, right, the more concerned you have to be. Okay, the blessing for our companies, just our companies, was that we moved everything online and we're working online, and the future is online. And all these tech billionaires want you to be online. Why? Because you're using their services. You you sending money to them every month. You you doing everything to them, right? It's not all about Big Brother and control, although it does have... I mean, they are monitoring everybody, okay? Maybe their goal is to keep tabs on every human, okay? Probably because they're tech guys. That's what they do, okay? That's their specialty, okay? But what I'm really saying is all these big companies, all the stuff that we was used to, all the stuff that came before the old guard, is all going down. And this is slowly dragging the old guard down. Okay? And you have a billionaire at the helm. We have a president, right? He's part of the club. But like I said, it's not like he's brought us with Bill Gates. It's not like they're all buddies. Okay? They know each other. They're competitors. They're business people. Okay? So it's not like we got a whole bunch of billionaires bent on destroying the world. Maybe they maybe they all want to take over the world. And then what? Then they're all going to want their cut of the world. And then, yeah, I mean, you know, it just goes on and on, right? But I'm saying that right now, we're experiencing the downsizing of the world, Hawaiians. The world. And these corporations at the 1%, okay? These guys at the very, very top, okay? A lot of these guys that are the old guard, they're getting pushed out. Whether they like it or not, they're going. And now you have the new one. Now you have the new things. So think ahead, Hawaiians, okay? So you guys got to be ahead of the game. Think ahead of the game. Think tech. Think on the web. Move your companies to the web. Start your business on the web. Do business on the web. Focus on the web. Do things Do things that way. Head towards the future. Never mind the past. Don't think of a business as an office you got to rent. Think of a business as a website you got to build. 
You know what I mean? Because when you do that, Hawaiians, when you think the right way about stuff, right, and you go, oh, wow, this thing is bad, this thing is terrible, this thing is bad. No, it's not really terrible because you got to look at the good side and you got to be grateful. Oh, I got to go, Hawaiians, sorry. You got to be grateful, right? And you got to look at the good side, Hawaiians. You got to see the opportunity. If you're sitting around feeling sorry for yourself because everything is going down, you got to remember at the highest levels, there's a reason and you can overcome this if you look at the good side. All right. Okay, Alan. Hey, we like to say mahalo to Island Club and Spa. Brother Randy and Sister Jerry. And uh, better get two locations. One at the, uh, in Waikiki, right, at the Alohelani. And then one uh, in Kaka'ako, the, the main one. And uh, we like to say mahalo to them. Also, we like to say mahalo to uh, Voice Master and Family of Service Companies. And, uh, and we got to say thank you to AFM Hawaii Music. They produced Darren Chinan. He is online. Look for his latest CD. It's called, uh, what's it called now? It's called Dance What I Like. <laughs> That's what I like. Hey, hey till next time, I'm Judy Kekawa, Virginia. Aloha. Mahalo. Take care, Hawaiians. Be well.